0: Oh my god! (laughs) All right, we're recording now. That's how we had to. I had to start that intro with with us laughing. Oh my god! But no one's gonna know why we are laughing. People that listen to this episode, you're gonna you're gonna have to direct message me to ask. Why, Luke, why we're cackling about this knee-slapper of an embarrassing situation. Oh, gosh. It was something that you definitely avoid in all situations. It's so bad. I mean, I think when a guy does it, it makes more sense.
1: Yeah, but, like...
0: But still...
1: And it's worse.
0: I'm just happy there was only like I think seven people around yeah instead of a full class. It was
1: horrible. It was the class
0: I know it's so terrible I've only had that happen like two or three other times in the last year
1: were they also
0: no but I think I think one time where it happened no no nobody reacted the, the times that's happened. But that's definitely happened in other classes where someone else does it. And someone's yeah, yeah, laughing. It's like a normal
1: occur- occurrence where people just don't react to it.
0: <laughs> well, they can. They just don't know what to say. They know how embarrassed they would be if it happened. You know what I mean? <sighs> All right. Well, it's been a couple weeks. We're finally back. It's been a crazy couple of weeks, um, especially with everything that's going on in the world right now. Our, uh, our hearts are with everybody that's affected during the time of social injustice and the time of the pandemic. We cannot forget that that's still going on, Luke. No, we cannot. It is still a thing that is affecting everyone, even us. If- and now you're... You're in contact with more people than ever since, uh, our little boy here has his first job ever.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, Man. Do you have to wear a mask?
1: I do, but I mean, we don't have to wear it like in the store with each other, mm-hmm. but we have to wear it at the window and stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, it is a pain. I do not like smelling my own breath. Um, yeah. Killing, you know, the. Oh, uh, goodness. It's so this...
1: funny because right before I started my job, I saw this post on Instagram about mask breath, and I was like, God, that is a thing.
0: That's terrible.
1: Mask breath is a horrible thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, That's it's... How you and you the whole mask, mask thing is, is weird, anyways, because we're trying to protect ourselves, but at the same time, we're like recycling that carbon dioxide that's coming out and the bacteria that's coming out of our mouths onto the mask. So I
1: know. if you
0: do wear a mask all the time, I really hope you're cleaning them at least.
1: Yeah, I do clean my mask. I actually take mine a lot. I take it off a lot at work.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I'm sure you do too when you're, I mean, I would too, if I'm talking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like if I'm talking with someone in the store, I usually take it
0: off because, like, I mean, we're all around each other all the time, and you're and kind of self-conscious about the breath too. You're thinking about that while you're talking to somebody else.
1: Yeah, the the funniest thing is the way that the customers are with the mask. Cause Mm -hmm. it's like some of them are really bipolar about it because they'll have it off for like half of the interaction and then they'll realize and be like, Oh, let me put on my mask. Yeah. And I'm like, we're already like halfway through this interaction. I literally just have to give you your food. There's no reason for you to put it on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, since I live in Texas, I barely see anybody wearing masks at all. Only when I go out to like, you know, H-E-B or something, I'll see people wearing masks, but it's it's only probably a third of the customers in the store. And there's a lot of, like, uh, employees that don't wear masks either. So Congrats. it's it kind of, I kind of feel like people are getting, you know, well, obviously, I mean, weeks ago we said this, uh, people are getting bored with the pandemic. So they kind of feel like since everything's opening back up, like all of a sudden it's just over. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Like I talked with a lady at the gym today um, and she explained her experience of having it. And um, I hope she listens to this and hears uh, my explanation Um, because she said it's it's one of the most um, like painful and like, you know, fear inducing experiences you could have. Which really, I mean, as a person that, you know, could be at risk because of like my slight asthma, like her explanation of it, you know, made me even more worried about actually catching it and seeing what could happen if I do contract it. You know, just the the amount of pain that shoots through your body while you have it, you know, aches and pains that we usually know that we have during the flu, Um, during an episode with the flu. Uh, she says that's it's like that but times like fifty um, you you black out in certain periods of time like while you're awake um, you don't have any appetite so you're gonna lose a ton of weight um, I mean just the whole nine yards with with how disgusting you feel during this it's it's the flu but um, the flu symptoms you know kind of like over enhanced, you know, like over nine thousand. Like it's just, she it sounds horrifying she, to have.
1: Does she know that she is negative?
0: Like, as in, like, oh, oh, as that. in testing now. Like, it, she said you can't. It's really hard to get a second, like, a uh, test after you've already had it, um, unless you get admitted to the hospital. Which really? she said she she was very close to getting admitted to the hospital, but she she managed with her roommate to to make it out just by you know isolating for three four weeks until she got better. And
1: uh, now, is that, it safe for her to be around people?
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, now it is. Um, I think with her wearing a mask, wearing gloves at work, I mean, it's definitely and her social distancing. It's it's definitely fine for her to to be on public. Just, I think, just to go into work and probably, you know, go and get groceries or whatnot. I think she's she's definitely fine in that regard. But yeah, uh, it's frightening. It definitely yeah. is.
1: That's interesting because I know a YouTuber who he had it, and now I'm seeing. Of course, seeing you do recently uh, he's going out and hanging out with people. And so I'm thinking, is that
0: safe? You know? Yeah. I'm just rolling my eyes at some people that, you know, I see on their stories, everybody's going out to party and whatnot, but, but it's usually young people and I hope um, they're being thoughtful about, you know, not, you know, touching each other as much. I mean, yes, I've been hugging people like at the gym and, and sometimes in public, you know, hugging my friends that I know are clean, that I know take care of themselves and, and probably wouldn't have it. But um, right now I think it's it's definitely not the time for me to, you know, like, oh, let's go out and party or let's go to a social gathering and whatnot just right now. Um, not saying that everybody that's doing it is terrible for doing it, but, or doing those types of things during this time, but um, just be careful, you know, wash your hands wash the bottles, wash everything, the cups, you know, the tables, all of that, you know, just, just make sure you're, you know, you have all the things in place and all the tools you need during a gathering like that to keep everybody clean and, uh, and healthy during those times. But, um, obviously, you know, I think, yes, wearing a mask is, uh, vital, you know, to stop the spread of this, but, Really, I think more important than anything else is is keeping your whole body clean, keeping your clothes clean, keeping uh, the bed that you sleep on always, you know, washing your sheets, washing everything, um, yeah. and uh, always having sanitizer on you, and always washing your hands every single time you go to the bathroom. I think keeping your hands clean, keeping your face clean, everything um, in that regard is. I think even more important than, than wearing a mask. So, yeah,
1: I mean, it's more about the physical contact.
0: Yeah. It's that and changing like your hygiene. Yeah. If you, if you, if your hygienial habits are kind of, you know, like middle ground or, you know, a little bit lower than average, like as in like, you know, quality wise, I think, you know, definitely changing that. Um, Is probably the most important part, you know, taking that extra shower, washing your face, you know, um, cleaning your nails, whatever, you know, um, a little bit more often than you usually do or whatnot. Um, so
1: I I take a shower after I get off of work.
0: Yeah. I mean, two showers a day or whatever, you know, after the gym, after work, after whatever. Or yeah. before going out, I mean, just just being clean, staying clean, that is probably one of the most important things. And you know, uh, what else, You know, what we ingest as well: eating healthy, drinking a lot of water, drinking a lot of juices, um, eating things and drinking things that boost the immune system um, is vitally important. Taking your supplements, which Speaking of that, I do need to take mine (laughs) today. So, yeah, I mean, taking a vitamin C, taking a vitamin D, going outside um, and just, I mean, yes, I know the stay at home thing is a big deal. But at the same time, going outside and getting vitamin D and staying healthy by getting out of your house is also vital because you can get sick from other things. It doesn't mean that, you know, Rona is the only thing that can get you sick right now. Um, You definitely get sick. By something else, by not taking care of yourself because of social distancing or just staying inside all the time. So, going outside and exercising um, boosts the immune system and keeps you, um, at, keeps any other sicknesses, minor sicknesses at bay, which can also, you know, ultimately um, induce Rona if, you know, you catch a cold or catch, you know, something minor and it could turn into something major. So, that's just how i feel about it.
1: Yeah, i mean, like a mutual you know, compromise, that's all
0: Yeah. There you go, brother. So, what Why I that? Yeah. So, what i really wanted to talk about during this episode as well was uh more of a fictional side of uh this rona that we're in, the rona times in the quarantini with a certain video game I know we're gamers we're nerds um with movies TV shows video games oh my god cats out of the bag Luke who would have thought but that we're gamers that we're gamers
1: yeah we're not just movie watchers we're gamers
0: too. TV show addicts and all that so anyways um Last of Us, uh, The Last oh, of Us Part Two is coming out this Friday, technically tomorrow night at midnight. Um, developed, you know, developed by arguably one of the best, I think, storyteller, um, companies slash you know developers that um, rolls only with Sony exclusives. Um, that means PlayStation exclusives and they only make games for Sony. Um, Naughty Dog, I think we talked about this the other night with, with Brian and, uh, and I definitely think that you agree with, with what Naughty Dog has done over the years with Last of Us, Uncharted and their other properties, Jack and Daxter and, you know, um, I mean, so Naughty many, Dog. so many other uh, Crash Bandicoot um, classics that we know um, throughout time and our our childhood days. But I think, as you know, maybe an adult now, and you, you're almost there. You're 17. You know, we know Naughty Dog for Last of Us and Uncharted. You know, probably two of the best single-player storyline franchises even though they do have multiplayer but But two of the best storylines that i've ever been you know that i've ever played and uh basically storylines that could be you know movies and obviously we're getting that last of us tv show um and i don't know what's happening with the uncharted movie but uh, i know they've been having issues with like uh creative differences between directors and writers and stuff like that. But I know that um, a movie is definitely being adapted from the video game as well. So that's the kind of storytelling that we're, you know, that we're seeing from Naughty Dog. And uh, I think it just, it works perfectly with the last of us um, (laughs) coming out during this pandemic and that the pandemic is happening now. I think that's kind of the reason why Naughty Dog moved up the release as well. You know, it's it's perfect because people are still at home, um, people are still quarantined, so it's it's it definitely takes your mind off of uh, the pandemic. But as we all know, people who know The Last of Us, it's it's a zombie apocalypse horror suspense thriller game um, with rich integral you know storytelling especially between, you know, the two main characters, Ellie and Joel, um, fascinating characters, in my opinion. And um, it's just interesting to me that uh, if you're trying to take your mind off of Rona, <laughs> you're playing a zombie game during this time. And it uh, kind of bodes the question, uh, what if Rona turned into a zombie apocalypse, Luke?
1: Wow.
0: Well, um, what do you think? How would would you be shocked? I mean, I don't know. We'd be in worse shape than pretty much most like zombie apocalypse storylines, like throughout like time, like with video games, TV shows, movies, all of that. Because once the casualty rate two hundred thousand have you know passed from this and yeah or 300,000 i think worldwide and worldwide i think over three million have it you know three million cases so what if all those cases turned into you know like this brain fungus you know bacterial disease that that you know basically turns you into a flesh-eating zomboid from hell. See,
1: I think that if a zombie apocalypse did come from Rona, it would, yeah, it would. we would be pretty worse off because it's much more widespread to where I've read something that, like, it's like, it, realistically, if a zombie apocalypse did happen,
0: you can read it. The-
1: the containment rate, yeah, I can be.
0: Well,
1: yeah, I know, it's surprising. But hmm. the containment rate would be much higher than a lot of fiction zombie apocalypse have, because most fictional zombie apocalypse, of course, it's going to evolve into being the whole world. Whereas, Oh, well, yeah. realistically,
0: <laughs> the whole <laughs> world? You don't say.
1: Yeah, uh uh-huh. Realistically. In
0: all storylines, it spreads across the whole world?
1: Uh, most of them. A lot of them.
0: No, it is all of them. I know. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. Being facetious. But Fucking least, with you, the as they say.
1: Realistically, there would be a much better containment rate of a zombie apocalypse if it actually happened. Why? Because there Why? would be more... Mul- military action and real life
0: well we don't know how these zombies evolve um like in resident evil how they turn into these like giant monsters and like they basically some of them have like super strength and you know can run uh, you know like as fast as usain bolt and like i don't know have super strength that's always the thing. That was only like that was always like the simple explanation in like Walking Dead too, like since they can't feel pain, like they're stronger yeah. because of yeah. it. That's why they're able to tear through people. Yeah. They yeah. They don't. Yeah. Any... I mean,
1: that's the thing. That's the, That's what part. I've said.
0: Is if this, this apocalypse, if it does happen, so. If it does happen, if they're like the World War Z zombies,
1: we're Yeah, I know. Were, the world is over if they're like the World War Z zombies. I know,
0: I know. It's amazing to me uh, to really think that, like, like those characters in World War Z survived that. You know. <laughs> even though i'm i'm kind of referring back to the movie rather than the book which the book is obviously 10 times better than the movie but i don't know zombies that can you know climb on top of each other and know that they can scale walls by you know like because they're little like fire ants basically they have like that that tactical plan that like fire ants have with like building um, their um, anthills and stuff like that or, you know, how they get resources and whatnot, you know, in their ecosystem, it's like, dude, like, uh, if zombies uh, learned how to do that, what the hell is that? <laughs> if zombies learned how to do that, you know, and those were the zombies that we have to become accustomed to in real life, I don't think we would survive.
1: No, I mean, the, preferable zombie apocalypse outcome would be walking dead zombies in my opinion.
0: Yeah. And I feel like people don't think about like, like obviously people that have watched walking dead and some of the other, you know, entities like, you know, night of the living dead and, and land of the dead and like dead Island and, uh, dawn of the dead and whatnot. Um, or dying light, like, like, Humans are also the issue, too, during this, you know, uh, catastrophe, because, you know, it, it also presents anarchy as an option, and people yeah. get to do whatever they want. The crazies will have no restrictions, you know, they they could just do whatever they want in broad light, daylight, and... Um, you know the the serial killers among us will be able to take advantage of people whenever they can.
1: I mean the the that was even a worry with uh, the current pandemic is
0: oh yeah all this all the psychos yeah it's coming out
1: yeah like. Yeah. There's everybody locked in their houses. They basically have free reign yeah. among them. and they can you know, I mean the cops aren't focused
0: on that stuff right now. I mean, there, a, Obviously. Lot of about, a
1: lot of people were worried about things like a lot of break-ins and stuff like that because people would get desperate and just do what they wanted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that was
0: a worry in L.A., that's for sure. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't really thinking about that much when I was out here. I mean, even though I am in a, a suburb of Houston, but still, I think it, it also takes people to be that bold, too, to want to do that, you know? It's one thing to think that they would do it, but it's also for them to act upon it. Yeah. And... Especially where I'm in a state where everybody's packing, you know, everybody has guns, you know, so, so you, you, you break into a house, you better be ready for bullets to fly your way. You know? So I think, I think in that sense, during an apocalypse, that's also what's scary to me because like everybody has access to weaponry out here or like in certain States where, you know, open carry is a thing, gun laws are, you know, not as, you know, restricted, um, and like you know California it would be I still feel like so many people in California are packing anyways in all states I mean this is the problem with the US you know it, it doesn't really matter where you are everybody has a weapon of some kind so it's like it's like it's both good and bad because like we'll be able to defend ourselves during the apocalypse but at the same time it's like how many people have the thought okay I have this power now I could take over you know whatever you know you know, this area that I'm living in or whatnot, or gather my, you know, crazy buddies and, and take over basically a town, you know, with force. Yeah. If, you know, total anarchy does happen.
1: It could, yeah, it could end terribly because
0: guns would be a very big issue. And another thing I was thinking about, if, man, I mean, if you do have a generator, that's great and all, but like without running water and whatnot and like, ugh, like I just think about that when I'm watching like, or when I'm watching like Walking Dead or I'm playing like Last of Us or something like that, like just the smell, you know, Yeah. Just everybody probably stinks, you know, do, yeah. you, do you get used to that? I mean, like, do you get like a water bottle out and you pour it over a toothbrush and you keep brushing your teeth? you know, or, or it's like, man, it's, or, or do you, you know, you wash clothes obviously by hand again, you know, you fill up, you know, the bucket of water and wash your clothes and get the soap out and everything and then air dry it. Like that could happen. But like without showers, like you, you go back to the days without showers, you know, like obviously over a hundred years ago, 150 years ago, and you start washing yourself with buckets of water again and, you just lather yourself up with soap or whatnot and just dump water all over yourself. It'd definitely be, you know, it's just, it's just a weird thought to think about to go back to how it used to be before technology, you know? And that's, I mean, obviously people stunk more back then and, you know, their hygiene was, you know, terrible. That's why disease would wipe out huge populations, you know, in such a short time but just during an apocalypse how would we handle it you know it would definitely take um
1: i think it would take a lot of the newer generation
0: it would be harder on our generation <laughs> yeah it would definitely i don't know what our generation would do in that scenario honestly yeah a lot more people would go crazy than that, i think I th- yeah, I think that would be a big danger, too. Is well, and, okay. and the like spread that. of disease, too. Yeah. But I would definitely be okay with wearing, you know, the same pair of jeans, a couple different shirts or whatnot, have a you know a basket full of underwear that I have to wash. But, oh, man, the toiletry products, though, that would be the big deal for me. I would just, I mean, honestly, in an apocalypse, I would just break into other houses and I would just, I would use whatever's in their bathroom, you know, and and then just, like, fill up, grab bottles of water, fill it up with a bucket. I was literally thinking about this today. You know, fill it up in a bucket or whatnot, lather myself up, pour it all over myself, rinse off, grab the towels, dry off, you know, and easy as that. But.
1: Really accounting for this one, aren't you?
0: Yeah. No, I've definitely thought about this. Just how I would stay clean during the apocalypse. You know? I mean, it's such
1: an interesting
0: thing to think about. It is. I mean, we could could go all night about this.
1: I mean, we don't don't even know what could truly happen.
0: Yeah. But, anyways, we just wanted to to get this short episode out there. I know we're not going to go as long as we did uh, a few weeks back, but... I think covering uh, what's been you know covering what could happen in a fictional in an alternate universe with Rona was kind of funny you know and I, and I think talking about that is definitely you know on a lot of people's minds too about a zombie apocalypse and I just think it's it's good to um, have an open mind about certain things and um i don't know it kind of it gets the creative juices flowing like you could create different storylines from rona and it can inspire people to you know write a whole different storyline and especially with a game like last of us 2 coming out um you know it just it makes it makes me imagine oh in an alternate universe like this could be happening in a different way so
1: I mean I think it's such a funny thing of how like of how we have a very big apocalypse culture with how much zombie stuff we have in mm-hmm. the, in in like our movie industry and our TV show industry. Like some of the top TV shows like Walking Dead at one point, even though we don't talk about what it is now. But mm-hmm. before before like prior to season four that was like
0: so as we went on a little tangent about what an apocalypse could look like and just almost like nostalgia of all the great storylines of the past through tv movies video games in regards to zombie apocalypses i just thought it was kind of appropriate for this episode because you know what we've been going through the last three four months what the world has gone through and just, it's not, it's not a fun topic and it obviously would not be fun if this actually happened as I have a weird, uh, I don't know, uh, twisted smile on my face about this. Um, (laughs) it's, well, I mean, it's just, I don't know. We always come up with something that is terrible in hindsight and is, is frightening, obviously, because it's, um, if it was real, if it was real, but as like, you know, fiction, you know, we roll with it. We have fun with it. We enjoy it. Um, just like how people love horror movies Um, I personally love the whole zombie apocalypse genre. You know, I fell in love with it a long time ago and um, just how a storyline could spawn out of Rona. I think it's, it's better to create like a a fictional storyline like that, take people's minds off of what's actually going on, but more people than not are going through hard times. So it's, it's really tough to have that, kind of escapist mentality when you're living it. We've both been fortunate that we haven't been, you know, directly affected um, by any of the tragedies that are going on this time with obviously the police brutality and Rona. And um, more importantly, we just uh, want to give our thoughts and, and our heartful thoughts out to everyone that's affected and I want to do whatever it takes to um, to help with these social injustices, to help ease the pain of others. And uh, I'm sure Luke, you want to do that too. Um, that's why I feel like storytelling and feel like uh, having these podcasts as an escape for people. You know, it's a positive thing. I would rather do that. I would rather make someone happy, um, at least for thirty to sixty minutes throughout their day. Um, to take them away from, you know, the struggle that is reality and life by escaping reality for a second, even though podcasts can be storytelling, it can be also, um, sharing real life stories and sharing real life accounts. Um, sometimes we have to mix it up, you know, and, and mix what's real and what's fiction inside a audio file like this so Luke it's been a pleasure we'll be talking <laughs> extensively after this is done recording and probably hopping on Call of Duty or something after this yeah um,
1: this more frequent and I have to get out of my busyness
0: That's yeah weird. and you sound like a robot
1: Oh, I mean, I'm doing it on
0: purpose. I know you are. But anyways, guys, um, like, subscribe, listen. This is the Dynamic Duo podcast. Um, And we'll hopefully get a episode, another sequel to this sequel out way sooner than two to three weeks. It's definitely going to be more frequent. Um, Could be as soon as tomorrow. So, So... Thank you, guys. We love you. And uh, happy uh, Wednesday. Hump
1: day. Hump day.